Section seventy three of Purgatory by Reverend F. X. Shoup, S. J. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by John Brandon. Part two, Chapter thirty two. Relief of the Holy Souls. Which of them should be the objects of our charity? All the faithful departed. St. Andrew Havelino sinners dying without the sacraments st francis de sales we have seen the resources and the numerous means which divine mercy has placed in our hands for relieving the souls in purgatory but what souls are in those expiatory flames and to what souls should we give our assistance for what souls should we pray and offer our suffrages to god to these questions we must answer that we should pray for the souls of all the faithful departed omnium fidelium defunctorum according to the expression of the church although filial piety imposes special duties upon us with regard to parents and relations christian charity commands us to pray for all the faithful departed in general because they are all our brethren in jesus christ all are our neighbors whom we must love as ourselves by these words faithful departed the church means all those actually in purgatory that is to say those who are neither in hell nor as yet worthy to be admitted into the glory of paradise but who are these souls can we know them god has reserved this knowledge to himself and except so far as he is pleased to show us we should remain in total ignorance of the state of souls in the other life now he rarely makes known that a soul is in purgatory or in the glory of heaven still more rarely does he reveal the reprobation of a soul in this uncertainty we must pray in general as does the church for all the departed without prejudice to those souls whom we wish to aid in particular we may evidently restrict our intention to those among the dead who are still in need of our assistance if god grants us the privilege which he accorded to st andrew avellino of knowing the condition of souls in the other life when this holy religious of the order of theatines was according to his pious custom praying with angelic fervor for the departed it sometimes happened that he experienced within himself a sort of resistance a feeling of invincible repulsion at other times it was on the contrary a great consolation and a particular attraction he soon understood the meaning of these difficult impressions the first signified that his prayer was useless that the soul which he desired to assist was unworthy of mercy and condemned to eternal fire the other indicated that his prayer was efficacious for the relief of the soul in purgatory it was the same when he wished to offer the holy sacrifice for someone deceased he felt on leaving the sacristy as though withheld by an irresistible hand and understood that that soul was in hell but when he was inundated with joy light and devotion he was sure of contributing to the deliverance of a soul this charitable saint prayed therefore with the greatest fervor for the dead whom he knew to be suffering and ceased not to apply his suffrages 
until the souls came to thank him giving him the assurance of their deliverance as for us who have not these supernatural lights we must pray for all the departed even for the greatest sinners and the most virtuous christian saint augustine knew the great virtue of his mother saint monica nevertheless not content with offering his own suffrages for her to god he asked his readers not to cease recommending her soul to divine mercy as regards great sinners who die without being outwardly reconciled with god we may not exclude them from our suffrages because we have not the certainty of their interior impenitence faith teaches us that all men dying in the state of mortal sin incur eternal damnation but who are those that in reality die in that state god alone who reserves to himself the judgment of the living and the dead knows this as to ourselves we can but draw a conjectural conclusion from exterior circumstances and from this we must refrain it must however be confessed that there is everything to be feared for those who die unprepared for death and all hope seems to vanish for those who refuse to receive the sacraments the latter quit this life with exterior signs of reprobation nevertheless we must leave the judgment to god according to the words dei judicum est to god belongs judgment there is more to be hoped for those who are not positively hostile to religion who are benevolent towards the poor who retain some practice of christian piety or who at least approve and favor piety there is more i say to hope for such persons when it happens that they die suddenly without having had time to receive the last sacraments of the church st francis de sales will not have us despair of the conversion of sinners until their last breath and even after their death he forbids us to judge evil of those who have led a bad life with the exception of those sinners whose reprobation is made manifest by holy scripture we may not he says conclude that a person is damned but must respect the secret of god his principal reason was that as the first grace is gratuitous so also is the last which is final perseverance or a good death this is why we must hope for the departed how sad soever his death may have been because our conjectures can be based on the exterior only whereby the most clever may be deceived end of section seventy three recording by john brandon